is the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jackals! Brother Noise Evans with you, and on the road, it's other than the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. He's going to be in my neck of the woods tomorrow because we're both attending the ILL. University of Illinois fighting a line at a game against the Michigan State Spartans. Uh, Illinois favored by anywhere between 16 and a half and 17. But uh, Lundy, uh, the winds are going to be cranked. It's going to be rather blustery. It's a good thing I have no hair. Uh, being aerodynamic, it certainly helps me. But your quaff is in jeopardy, uh, no doubt, tomorrow. And the beer, uh, oh. that if you put it down gingerly, will also uh, be in peril. So make sure you have a strong grip on that. Brad, have you prepared uh, the necessary uh, adult beverage establishments in the greater Champaign-Urbana area for my arrival? Have you let them know I'm coming? Are they stocked with IPAs, good man? Uh, of course. Uh, there's beer everywhere. Uh, no, it, <laughs> if you a come campus, to, for crying out loud. It is a campus, and if you somehow have taken a meandering path about 15 minutes away from that campus and you wind up at Casa de Evans, I will have plenty of top-shelf libations at your disposal as well. So let's go ahead and well, get including, into it. Including the one right above my head here, the Suavecito tequila will be finally chilled at Casa de Evans. I will let you know that. Uh, so yes. I, I may make it over because uh, TSA frowns upon me having Suavecito in my carry-on, Brad. So I uh, I did not uh, was not able to bring it with me on the trip. So if I need the smooth Añejo tomorrow, uh, after we freeze our butts off at the game, I may have to find my way over to your casa. Well, it's not going to be served uh, warm, but chilled, my friend, because it's right now chilling in the freezer, hanging out there. So I'll serve it neat, and you can taste those vanilla nodes going down of the sweet Savacito. Uh All right, good friend. Let's go in and get a pick to click in college football. Uh, if you want to take my beloveds, uh, by all means, go right ahead. But uh, I've got a lot of unders because M- Mother Nature is going to wreak havoc across the upper Midwest and Great Lakes region. I am counting six games. Ohio State, Northwestern, Iowa, Purdue, Michigan State, Illinois, Maryland, Wisconsin, Penn State, Indiana, and Navy, Cincinnati that are going to be impacted by a vigorous mid-latitude cyclone I'm not exaggerating, and I have a meteorology background, so I've been reading a lot of the forecast discussions and looking at some models, but uh, this system has got some oomph, and there is going to be a frontal system that's going to move through uh, parts of the Midwest. You're going to have some raindrops associated uh, with this particular meteorological event, uh, but it's the winds that are going to be most, in fact, impactful. Gusts of 20 to 20 or 20 to 30 sustained, I should say. Mile per winds with gusts as high as 60 in some locales. So uh, definitely going to wreak havoc in certain parts of the nation. As a result, I'm in the under on pretty much everything associated based on that game rundown. Uh, are you with me or do you like another game in college Actually- football? Uh, actually, um, I like a lot of the unders because of the weather, because true story, Brad, last night, a phenomenal artist by the name of Zach Bryan. Folks, if you're not familiar with him, get familiar with him. He's absolutely incredible. Uh, last night, uh, while still in Denver, I was actually at Red Rocks in the snow and 23 degrees to see him <laughs> perform. That's how much of a fan I am. So I know all about this weather system yeah. that you're trying to 
you've got like the green screen at the house where you're pointing at things like uh, like it's the Today Show. Um, but let me let me actually be one counter with you on a two leg alt line uh, total where I'm taking the over in both of them. Brad, I grabbed a Texas Tech and TCU guns up there with the Red Raiders uh, at an over at 63 and then took a trip uh, south, uh, America's Wang, as it'll be a battle between the Seminoles and the Canes, Florida State and Miami. uh, And in that one, I took an alt total of over 47 and a half. So a couple of games where I do think despite the fact that we're in November now and the weather's not necessarily going to cooperate. Two games right there where I'm alt-lining the totals. I put both of those overs together, Brad. Got them at a plus 117. So I bought myself a decent chunk, about a six-point spread, uh, essentially kind of like a six-point teaser, if you will, on both of those guys. But those are two games that I will, in fact, play the over. Uh, Yes, I'm going to go with my bias here. Take the Michigan State under 11.5 points at FanDuel, it's a weird number, I know, 11 and a half. Uh, it's minus 114 on the over or the under either direction there, but I don't think Sparty, uh, they're not going to throw a scoring party, uh, whether it's related to Mother Nature or not. Illinois, number one in the country in total defense, number one in scoring defense, giving up just 8.9 points per game. Lundy, they've only given up 17 total points in the second half. And Michigan State, north of 100 in total yards per game on offense. So scoring is going to be quite the chore for them. And again, the bluster conditions uh, just make that uh, even more of a rubber cement uh, G word. I'm not going to say it. Uh, so hopefully my line, I will take care of business there. And the Spartans hit the under on 11 and a half team total points. Again, pull that at FanDuel at minus 114. All right. With college football proof the rest, let's get after it on this Freaky Friday edition with another Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's go to the NFL. One of the weirdest player props that I have seen uh, this week is on DJ Moore. Hey, Mr. DJ. Yeah, it's got to be wicka, wicka, uh, scratching some records. That was a bad scratch sound uh, on my part. Uh, but uh, this uh, got as high as 68 and a half. And now it is bottomed out at 61 and a half receiving yards. And I'm going to take the over at DraftKings at minus 114 or 115, excuse me. And the reason why is this last couple of games, uh, 21 targets. So the hefty workload there seen from P.J. Walker's arm, 13 receptions, 221 yards, also scored a couple of touchdowns. You got no woozy in the secondary for the Cincinnati Bengals as a catastrophic loss in my estimation. And he's going to take a bite out of Eli Apple, who is his projected primary assignment, who's given up a 14.6 yards per catch rate and a 108.1 passer rating to his assignments. Cincinnati in total has allowed six wideouts to go over this number, but uh, three of those have come in their last two games. So fade or follow. Hey, Mr. DJ, DJ Moore of the Carolina Panthers on the over 61 and a half. That's it. Receiving yards minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, I'm a big fan of this one. Look, you you talked about the targets that he's had over the course of the last two games. The fact that there's been 21. Brad, in the last five games, he's got 47 targets. Mm. So I know the I know the yardage was not there in the three previous. Uh, there uh, there was one that I think he finished with uh, with with only like a, a, a handful of yards, seven yards, as a matter of fact, on three catches. It was absolutely terrible. But 
The targets are there. And if you've got a favorable matchup, which you already pointed out, I think you got to take this one all day long. I think he's in the upper 60s at the end of this game. I think this is going to be a comfortable one. You and I talk a lot about the bet sweats, but I think this is one that at halftime, he's not going to surpass it by halftime, but he's going to be comfortably on his way. Cat scratch fever, baby. I got a lot of it for DJ Moore on receiving yards. Number four. All right, Numero Quattro. Uh, what version are we going to get of this tight end? Is it going to be the good or is it going to be the bad? And I'm talking about Kyle Pitts, and I say it's going to be the good Pitts. I'm going to take the over on 39.5 receiving yards against the Los Angeles Chargers at minus 115, available at BetMGM. Look, the Chargers have really struggled defensively. On the ground, they're giving up six-plus yards for carry imposing plowshares. And through the air, their biggest area of vulnerability is defending the tight end as they have allowed 4.7 receptions and 63.7 yards per game to the position. Uh, five guys have gone over this number, including Will Disley of the Seattle Seahawks. If Will Disley can do it, you're damn right Kyle Pitts can. If Marcus Mariota actually takes a padlock off the playbook, and, uh, you know, works that arm out. Uh, Pitts has only been over the summer a couple of times. Uh, one of those two times came last week in which he went for 80. Uh, his average of 5.6 targets per game. Uh, but number two in total deep targets. Number four in total air yards at tight end. And number six in yards per route run. So, uh, when he is targeted, he is sprinting deep down the field. Uh, we may only need a couple of receptions. Uh, off the arm of Marcus Mariota to cash on this one. I say we. I don't know if you're with me. Fade or follow Kyle Pitts over 39.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. How easy is this when Disley did it? I mean, you 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 already pointed it out. This is one of those, sometimes you just make the comparison. If that guy can do it, Right. Yeah. Like if, if it's what people say about you and I making betting picks, Brad, they're like, if those two yahoos can do it, anybody can do it. Same idea behind uh, Will Disley. And this is not a diss on Disley. This is just merely pointing out the fact that you've got the opportunity from a defensive standpoint. So, yeah, I'm all about pits. And by the way, I think he I think he might get this in. I'll say three catches just to be somewhat conservative, but if he can open it up down the field, Brad, he's going to knock this out of the park. He could have 21-22 on one catch. They've just got to open things. Mariota can absolutely do that. You've just got to throw the ball downfield. Yeah, don't be pathetic, Kyle Pitts. Number three. All right, let's go to numero trace here, and uh, this is uh, playing with fire. There's no question about it, but uh, I'm taking the under on Josh Allen, 280.5 pass yards. Uh, best line at tape time available right now at Bet Rivers at minus 114. Uh, this one seems to be dropping. I saw Fandle open up at like 275.5, and other books are adjusting as a result, but that is probably the appropriate line, and it may still be too strong uh, because of the matchup. Uh, the New York Jets are for real in the secondary. Uh, Sauce Gardner has been magnificent this season. DJ Reed equally as good. Combined, both those guys under a 60 passer rating allowed. Uh, the Jets uh, in total have given up just 6.30 pass yards per attempt at 220 pass yards per game. You look at Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, he's been over this comfortably in 5 of 7. And he's number 3 in total air yards. Respectable number 14. And adjusted complete percentage but 
man, you got to tip your hat to the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I think the under is going to hit here in this intra-divisional matchup. Somewhere around 260 to 270 is the final tally for Josh Allen. That is well below the proposed 280.5 pass yards line. Lundy. Fade or follow, minus 114 at Bet Rivers. Man, you're making me nervous with this, dude. This is you're talking about Josh Allen here, man. You're talking about the guy that's, you know, when we're when we're talking all about NFL MVPs, people are pointing at him and they're pointing over at Jalen Hurts. And it's like it, it's a two-horse race right now. Yeah. And and you're you're ooh, man, you're playing with fire with this one. Here's what I'll do. I will agree with you, but this is not a bet that I'm going to make. Not with a number like this, not with a guy who is more than capable, especially with the receivers that he's got, of just smashing this number if we're not careful. You're exactly right. We got to give a lot of damn credit to what the Jets have been doing. I'm I'm with you. I I can give some credit where credit is due. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And they do get this game at home. But Josh Allen, man, he, he is he's playing in a different he's playing video game at times out there on the field, Brad. So I'm gonna agree with you that he's under, but man, I don't feel good about this one. Don't be a coward like Lundy. Bet the under. Number two. All right, let's go to Justin Fields. He was supposed to switch here these last couple of games, and I'm going to take the over again on rush yards. Uh, the number is climbing. It opened at uh, 47.5, and it is up to 49.5, and, and the best juice in the business at BetMGM at minus 120. I don't think it's going to last long. This number will probably going to close in the 50s, and for good reason. You look at Fields. Uh, he's number two among all quarterbacks in rush attempts per game with 9.5. He's averaging 53 rush yards per game. He has been over this total in four of his last six contests. And the two that he fell short in, he went for 47 and 47 yards. So he was also oh close to hitting the over in six straight. You look at Miami. Yeah, they've been pretty stiff and stout against the run. Uh, giving up just 3.72 yards per carry to the running back position. But Lamar Jackson uh, went for a buck 19 on the ground versus the Dolphins. And Josh Allen was uh, oh so close. He went for 47 yards. So the design runs. Again, weather is going to play a factor. Maybe in this game, some residual wins as a result, uh, which means Fields, the runner, could be front and center in this game. I think he gets at least 10 carries. And as a result, uh, I would be surprised if he is above 60 yards. So, Lundy, fade or follow Justin Fields over 49 and a half rush yards, minus 120 at BetMGM. Well, you're talking about what uh, the Dolphins gave up previously, but the other game that I wanted to be able to point out is is we were just talking about uh, Josh Allen a minute ago. Josh Allen went for 47. So we were talking about how close Fields was on the two games out of the last six that he just missed. You pointed out the fact that he hit 47, he hit 47 again. That's exactly what Josh Allen did uh, in his matchup. So again, same kind of thing. Obviously, uh, it, you know, Josh Allen's more uh, developed as a quarterback than Justin Fields is. But those designed runs that you talked about, it's one thing when you scramble and you're trying to make something happen. And, and they are trying to make some more stuff happen for Justin Fields. But they're also more than happy to call his number to try to keep things honest. And 
You talked about the fact we're going to be in like ponchos and God knows what uh, at the Illinois-Michigan State game. Well, it's going to be just up the road that they're playing this one on Sunday and still not great uh, conditions. So I'm right there with you. I like Fields on the over with this one. I, I'm with you. I think he's going to be pushing 60. Fields of gold. Bank on it. Number one. All right, Numero Uno is one of the hottest wide receivers and one of the volume kings in the NFL over the last couple of weeks. It is D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, and I am jumping all over this OGP at uh, BetMGM, and hopefully Lundy is with me as well. And uh, I'm going to go 80-plus receiving yards, and let's correlate, synergize, bring it all together. If I think he's going to go for that kind of yards, he's going to do it uh, in the nickel and dimer fashion, A-plus receptions, and all that too. Like You're looking at plus 150. So get seduced by the juice on that. Again, at BetMGM, you look at D-Hop here uh, these last couple of weeks. A magnificent 27 targets, 22 receptions, 262 yards. Uh, that's 13 and a half targets per game. He is also number two in yards per route run among eligible wide receivers. You look at the matchup. Uh, Seattle as a collective have given up a 7.50 pass yards per attempt mark. Uh, only three guys have gone over this number. And Tariq Woolen's been outstanding in coverage. A fifth round rookie. Uh, the DB is only given up a 55.6 catch rate and 50.2 passer rating to his assignments. But it's all about the tunnel vision that Kyler Murray has for DeAndre Hopkins. If he gets another 12-plus targets in this one, he's grabbing eight balls. And if he's grabbing eight balls, uh, it could be for 85, 95, 105. Diop is going to do work. He has just been superb in his route running acumen here these first couple of games back off the suspension so lundy my top play of week number nine are you with me fade or follow d hop 80 plus receiving yards eight plus receptions at plus 150 at BetMGM. That is a sexy OGP, brother. I will roll with you with this one. Didn't even think to go just do a single player one. We've done these before, but I hadn't even thought about doing this for him. So you're like, the synapses are firing up here underneath <laughs> this this gorgeous hair that we've got here. Uh, I, uh, I'm i with you on this one. I like these one game, uh, or these, excuse me, these one player, one game parlays where you just go all in on a guy that you're expecting to have a good game. Uh, by the way, uh, do not do this just because someone is on your fantasy team, by the way. I, I mm, see some of yeah. you out there that start to get desperate, especially here this time of year. We got a lot of teams on by. Thank God the Broncos are on by because I don't want to watch that crap anymore. But um, it, don't get too greedy, but this is a sharp one. A guy that is back and uh, Kyler Murray is extremely excited uh, that he's back. And that's been evidenced by how they've been playing. So definitely jump on this one. Like this one a lot. I could see you throwing together. We've done these before, Brad. A guy like Mike Evans that you can throw into an OGP. Some of these guys are really smart and you get yourself into these nice plus odds. So I like this one quite a bit. Oh, you might be hearing about my cousin, Mike Evans. It's bonus time. Uh, Luddy, what else do you like at college football, the NFL, maybe some other sports you're kicking around in your dome this week? Well, speaking of the dome, uh, so I was on the plane uh, on the way to uh, the land of Lincoln uh, for the game. Uh, and lo and behold, I look up, Brad, and our good friend Ryan Harris, uh, <laughs> former Denver Bronco. 
yeah. uh, now does color commentary for the Notre Dame uh, Fighting Irish. He was on his way. He was going to be grabbing a rental car and heading to South Bend as they will be hosting uh, the Clemson Tigers. And Ryan, with all due respect, uh, give me Clemson and I'll lay the points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's one of my uh, that's one of my bonus picks. A little bit of a jab at at our friend Ryan Harris, but I'm going to take Clemson. I will, uh, like I said, I will lay the points with that one. Um, at this point, uh, I believe the Houston Astros close things out uh, by the time we get to tomorrow night's game. So I'm going to wait to see exactly what it looks like before we get to that final game on Saturday night. But I do like Houston uh, on the money line in that one. I'll probably put together a pretty simple uh, one-game parlay there. Maybe even do Houston plus one and a half on a run line just in case the Phillies pull off another miracle uh, and extend this thing out for another game. But I do think Houston's got the hardware by the time we're, it's all said and done tomorrow night. And then the other one I want to throw out there for you, this is not posted yet because we are ahead of the game of uh, the National Hockey League. So as you and I record here on a, on a Friday afternoon, Brad, there were just a couple of games today, including the Avs and Columbus. They're playing in Finland uh, mm. They played earlier today. Uh, they actually play again tomorrow. The NHL taking a page from what the NFL has done and doing these international series. So um, these lines are not there, but you guys know I like my two-leg gifts, the goal in the first 10. So when these get posted tomorrow, you should be able to say yes, goal in the first 10 on these two games and get yourself somewhere between plus 140 and 155. Right in that range, we'll know when the numbers come out. But Nashville will be taking on Vancouver. Give me that one. Both of these teams up above 70% on getting a goal in the first 10 in the beginning here of the NHL season. The other one is Dallas and Edmonton. Same thing. The Stars and the Oilers are hitting the gift at a really high clip, better than 67% for both, for both of those teams. So take Nashville and Vancouver, pair it up with Dallas and Edmonton. As soon as those lines come out, either later tonight or tomorrow morning, jump on that one. You should get yourself a nice plus odds two-legger. All right, let's go to the world of college football. And again, Mother Nature has uh, got uh, everybody's number uh, this uh, Saturday, especially the Big Ten. Let's go to Purdue and Iowa in West Lafayette, Indiana. And I'm going to take the under on 39 and a half in this game. Uh, and I think this one uh, may have like nine to six Illinois, Iowa written all over it again. Uh, you look at Aiden O'Connell. He's been magnificent for Purdue this season. He's averaging 320-plus pass yards per game. Uh, but Purdue's defense, uh, underrated, and number 43 in all of college football and total yards per game allowed. And then you look at Iowa, and they can't score to save their damn lives. Uh, and I know they had a scoring outburst uh, last week, uh, but Spencer Petrus has been putrid, and that's putting it kindly. He's only got three touchdowns vertically this entire year. And Iowa, the third worst offense in college football, but the fifth best defense. So you consider the defensive upside of both of these teams and then the strong winds that are going to be whipping there in West Central Indiana. And I think the under on 39 and a half hits. Uh, by the way, Purdue has been under in six of eight games this season. Uh, and Iowa's been under uh, a five of eight games this year. So uh, the trend, most definitely your friend there. Uh, let's go out west. I like Boise, and I'm going to lay the chalk against BYU. Uh, BYU, another team that can't stop anybody. Uh, they've lost four straight games. They're giving up 205.7 rush yards per game. Let that soak in a second. North of 200 rush yards per game is what they have surrendered 
Uh, you look at Boise, uh, George Halami, a guy that's averaging over five yards per carry. He could have like a career night. And they're trending in the opposite direction. They've won four consecutive games, have the Broncos. So sell them up, giddy up. Uh, they're netting 178.6 rush yards per game. I think they win this one convincingly over the Cougs. Uh, and then one other matchup that I like in college football, I'll take the points in Tennessee. Plus the eight. It's eight. And I know Georgia's more balanced, but they're, you know, down linebacker Nolan Smith. Uh, but, you know, Tennessee just has tons of speed. Speed kills. They will find a way to cover. They're only 7-1 ATS on the season. So plus eight. I'll take that all diggity day long uh, with Herndon Hooker, who has been uh, Heisman worthy with a 21-1 touchdown interception split at the quarterback position. Okay, back to the NFL, back to the player props. Mac Jones runs for at least 11 yards. Actually, it's 12 yards, 11 and a half. Oh, well, not yard. Get Captain Hooked in this one. Uh, you know, it looks like he is A-OK coming off that high ankle sprain. Uh, and you look at Andy, they're giving up 16.3 rushing yards per game in the quarterback position. Four guys have reached at least 20 rush yards at the quarterback position on the ground against them. Uh, Jones has been over in his last three straight games, 31, 24, and 19 rush yards. All I need is 12 at Caesars to cash the over there, and I would play this number up to like 13 and a half, quite honestly. Uh, elsewhere, uh, give me Matthew Stafford on the under 248 and a half pass yards. Cooper Cup is not exactly 100%, kind of like the under on uh, seven and a half receptions at plus money, plus 115 on him, by the way, at DraftKings. But you look at Stafford, uh, the Super Bowl hangover, he can't shake it. Uh, number 21 in total air yards, number 23 in air yards per attempt, number 19 in deep targets, and you're getting Tampa, and, and they got Carlton Davis back, uh, their best cover corner. Uh, he is off an injury. They're only giving up 213.8 pass yards per game and 6.4 pass yards per attempt on the season. I think Stafford is well below 248 and a half in this contest. And last and certainly not least, actually, I'll give you another extra bonus one. Mike Evans, uh, I already teased that. I'll give you the payoff. I'll take the over on 24 and a half yards. Longest catch in that game against the Rams. Uh, he's done this in four or seven games. Jalen Ramsey, a shell what he was last year uh, based on his 108.8 passer rating allowed. Uh, so Evans catches one Brady bomb. And then another OGP at plus 115. Give me Travis Etienne, 20 plus receiving yards. And give me Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders, same game, different name, at 15 plus receiving yards. Again, plus 115 on that. You look at Vegas, uh, they cannot contain pass catching backs. Give it up 61.1 receiving yards per game to RBs. Nine guys, nine, nine times. Uh, this has happened at the position on that over. And then you look at Jacobs, a uh, guy who was on this four times, uh, reaching 15 receiving yards, and Jacksonville much like Vegas, has been vulnerable in the short field of pass-catching backs, giving up seven receptions and 50.9 receiving yards per game. So ETN, 20-plus receiving yards. Jacobs, 15-plus receiving yards. And that is plus 115 at BetMGM. And that, 
means I am out of picks and out of time. Lundy, I can't wait to see you. You're not, you're not out of picks. Don't, don't even, you're going to find 25 more things to add to that damn spreadsheet in the next four hours. Uh, I already have approximately 31 bets in, so uh, you're off uh, about six uh, on that estimation. <laughs> By the way, if you want to see our picks, uh, you can do so on Twitter. I post uh, those selections there, at Noisy Cuevos. Lundy does the same thing as well, at Nate Lundy. And drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. It helps us out immensely for Nate Nundy. I'm Brad Evans. Uh, we're probably going to get drunk tomorrow at the Uterus Illinois tailgate or just blow away. Uh, one of those things, uh, two <laughs> things is going to happen. Idiot. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I could be inebriated and flying uh, or at least think I could fly. That's also a distinct possibility. So we got to go until next time. As always, feed or follow. That is up to you.